you are just being um, programmed to react, programmed to consume, programmed to be afraid of many things and to consume and even giving to certain medications that now they have been proven to do nothing at all but to make more damage. So how can we learn to stop feeling anxious? How can we start unwinding the anxiety? Usually we try to talk or reason our way out of it, but anyone who, who's ever experienced a panic attack knows that that is useless. Anxiety and stress shut down the rational part of our brains. In order to untangle the anxiety, we are going to have to learn to reprogram our survival brains. So what comes to mind when you want to our episode number 20 of Drops of Wisdom? In today's episode, we are going to talk about Unwinding Anxiety by Judson Brewer. And we are going to discuss the topic of assessing your thoughts before acting to stop the anxious cycles, recognizing that we are able to heal our mind starts with being mindful to pause and question the kind of scenarios that we are living, pausing as a witness, having curiosity for your own life and embracing your creative power to shift is one of the most enlightening experiences you can do to pivot and thrive. The main quote of this book is humans have two parts to their brains and we have other regions that we're going to discuss later but these two are essentially very important for anxiety cycles. One that evolve at different times the old part includes the autonomic nervous system, which regulates our primitive survival responses. And the prefrontal cortex is the part of the brain that is responsible for planning, reasoning, and predicting what is going to happen. After two years of this um, pandemic state that worldwide we lived, we we're living in an anxious constant cycle because we had uncertainty in mostly everything. And right now it's still kind of difficult to try to predict what is going to happen. That's why the more we shut down the impulses to see what is being played externally, the easier it is for us to be at peace. Imagine, for example, that you were one of the shoppers who ran to your nearest supermarket in the early days of the COVID pandemic. And what was your goal? To pile your shopping cart as full of toilet rolls as possible? That was the most funny thing that happened or the funniest thing that happened while in the beginning of the pandemic that people were just piling up things that were completely um, irrational for having uh, just um, some measures that you will always be able to go to the supermarket. So that's what the fear being played is doing to your system. You are not thinking, you are just taking irrational 
habits and behaviors. So by doing that, you are also shutting down your immune system, which is ironical because we needed to be strong, because we needed our immune system to cope with the disease. So that's what made a lot of people vulnerable to many of the things that happen. But what's going on through your mind when you race to do those irrational uh, habits, stockpiling things in your cart and just buying as if you were not going to be able to go out? Nothing is happening. You are just thinking through fear. You are just reacting through the primitive brain. Chances are not much is going on through your mind at all. You are not, you are just in the default network and you are just trying to run away from the threat. So as you can see, you are anxious. Our rational brains shut down. We are responding instead to our powerful and primitive survival brain, which is going to uh, protect us from the danger, but is going to shut down most of your functions, including immune system, your prefrontal cortex, digestion, and many other um, signaling mechanisms that we have inside of us. So you are going to be in a very um, precarious situation and in a very vulnerable situation. Anxiety occurs when the prefrontal cortex doesn't have enough information to predict exactly what will happen. That's why at the start of the pandemic, it was the perfect storm for anxiety. And it was the perfect way to manipulate you and make you think whatever the people wanted. So you are just being um, programmed to react, program to consume, program to be afraid of many things and to consume and even giving to certain medications that now they have been proven to do nothing at all, but to make more damage. So how can we learn to stop feeling anxious? How can we start unwinding the anxiety Usually, we try to talk or reason our way out of it, but anyone who, who's ever experienced a panic attack know that that is useless. Anxiety and stress shut down the rational part of our brains. In order to untangle the anxiety, we are going to have to learn to reprogram our survival brains. So what comes to mind when you think, for example, of the other part of the of many of these anxious cycles which is addiction people probably huddling in doorways shooting up heroin or any other drug gamblers playing slot machines until they blown through all their savings and many of these irrational behaviors also that have been activated by addiction but addiction is actually a part of all of our lives Think of the extra pair of shoes that probably you couldn't help to buy, but even though you were short on cash, you did it. Or many of the things that you irrational bought in the beginning of this pandemic or in a, any other period in your life. 
the anxious eating behaviors. The fact that you can stop scrolling through social media even though you have been assigned to a task or you need to deliver something. Like with all addictions, worrying provides a temporary escape from difficult feelings. Imagine, for example, that you start to feel anxious. It's an uncomfortable feeling. So you immediately start worrying about it. You imagine doomsday scenarios or plan ways to make the feeling go away. Worrying is seductive because it seems like you are working toward a solution. You are trying to think over a solution. But most of the time, however, you are actually spinning in your own wheels. So you are giving just turns into a cycle. John, for example, this is just a case in the story of the book, had what seemed like a drinking problem. Every night he would drink six to eight shots of whiskey, pass out and begin again the next evening. But when he looked closely to his addictive habits, John realized that in fact anxiety was fueling his drinking. He was anxious about his workload, so he drank to experience temporary numbness and distraction. But of course, the drinking only made things worse. He was stuck in a destructive cycle known as the habit loop. The first step in understanding your own anxiety is simply mapping your own habit loops. So that's what we are going to learn today, how to break these loops and how to unwind the anxious states. What kinds of situations trigger anxiety or other difficult feelings in your life? And with which behaviors has your brain learned to respond as a way to soothe or distract you? Do you get angry or you try to numb yourself with Netflix probably or with social media scrolling? Habits are deeply ingrained in our brains. In order to change them, you will have to change how you think about them. So it is not about victimizing yourself. It is not about uh, activating the inner critic. It is about trying to see what you are doing to cope with anxiety. So how can you interrupt these destructive cycles? One of the best ways is to spend less time on autopilot and doing the thing that you are not thinking. <laughs> the practice of becoming conscious of our thoughts is known as mindfulness. So trying to pay more attention to what we are doing. Contrary to the popular belief, mindfulness isn't about emptying the mind. It's about becoming a more conscious person that is aware of what he's doing in his life. So it is not becoming a Zen master and moving to the mountain and isolate yourself. It is not about that. It's about thinking what are you going to do and what are you doing to shut down the anxiety. It's simply about learning to become aware of what is in your mind and is trying to pay attention to what you want to focus in your life 
and in your work and with the people that you surround with and trying to detach from the distractions. That's how we start to break the cycles because we start to train our brain to pay attention to other things that are healthier and new rituals that we are implementing in our lives to cope with this anxiety. I hope that this mini masterclass of coping with anxiety helped you and if you know anyone that is struggling with anxious cycles, please help me to share this information. We will also have the links here for the podcast or the YouTube channel where you can subscribe and listen to it completely if you didn't arrive on time. Thank you very much for paying attention, for being here, and have a wonderful afternoon and rest of the week. We will listen to each other next week. Bye. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode and integrating with this community to cultivate more awareness and consciousness in your inner health to create a new generation of humans. If you want more tools to grow your inner health with science and spirituality merch, visit www.davidortegab.com. Remember that you can subscribe to become a premium member and receive plenty of benefits in all five areas of your life. Nutrition, metabolism, emotional resilience, consciousness and abundance, 